Good morning and welcome to Money Talk Extra on Radio 3. I'm Peter Lewis. Over the past few months on the programme, we've talked about how to earn money, how to spend it and how to save it. But we haven't yet touched upon how to give it away. This morning, we're going to visit exactly that topic and look at philanthropy and charitable giving in Hong Kong. Jimmy Lam meets Money Talk Extra listener Jacob, who has quit his job to pursue his dream of becoming an actor. Finally, in our investment segment, we'll look at how to invest in IPOs, initial public offerings. If you would like us to help you with any financial advice, please do get in touch. You can email moneytalk at rthk.hk and you'll also find us on Facebook, Money Talk Extra on RTHK Radio 3. Earlier this year, Microsoft founder Bill Gates gave away $4.6 billion to charity in the largest donation made anywhere in the world in 2017. The amount represented 5% of his total fortune. Now, most people couldn't possibly afford to give away that sum of money. Nevertheless, it does signal an increasing trend of individuals making donations to favourite projects, such as those that help reduce poverty or combat disease. So what are the key issues to consider when contemplating philanthropy in Hong Kong? Here with some suggestions is Tariq Dennison, Portfolio Manager at GFM Asset Management. Good morning, Tariq. Thank you for having me, Peter. So is philanthropy something that's on the increase in Hong Kong? I believe so, yes. And generally, we tend to see philanthropy increasing whenever wealth increases. And in Hong Kong, I think you've got both extremes. On one hand, you have the extremely wealthy uh, who couldn't even spend all the interest on their money even if they wanted to. And even then, their utility is, uh, is diminishing. So they choose to devote large sums of money to projects which will actually uh, keep their name alive, increase their reputation, and as well have a big imp- impact on causes they care about. But at the same time, for many people in Hong Kong, they're finding the ability to uh, get more information and donate more to causes they care about as well. And what sort of projects are people particularly interested in here in Hong Kong in making donations to? Well, actually, I should be careful with the use of the word projects, because in the case of philanthropy, it's very often uh, causes which people are giving to. So sometimes the cause may be alleviating poverty. There's another uh, charity here in Hong Kong, which I care a lot about, called Mother's Choice, who helps um, uh, young mothers who become un- unexpectedly pregnant and want to find actually a choice of how to get support in a culture where that might, may not be incredibly supportive. There's another uh, charity I support called Crossroads, which finds ways of connecting uh, excess surplus with excess needs. For example, excess business laptops with people who need extra laptops so that uh, they can get work done. And poverty, I should imagine, is a particular concern because incredibly 30% of the elderly in Hong Kong live in poverty and one in six children are living in poverty. So that's a big issue, isn't it, for Hong Kong? Well, uh, poverty has always been an issue throughout history. One thing that's easy for us to forget in today's modern and affluent era was that throughout much of the history of the world, the vast majority of people who ever ever lived uh, were poor their entire lives. And in Hong Kong, we're so used to seeing ads for expensive watches and expensive cars and so forth like that, that unless we go to Sam Soi Po or other areas, it's very easy to forget uh, that there is poverty. Uh, Yes, and of course, high house prices make it uh, tough as well. Now, a philanthropist I know says it's not how much we give, but how much love we put into the giving. And I suppose there's a lot of truth in that, isn't there? Because we're often encouraged to give as much as we can. But smart philanthropists know that it's the quality, not the quantity of of what you give that's important. Is that right? Absolutely. And I use the term high impact giving because uh, I think that takes away from a term you used earlier, which is giving money away. Giving it away almost sounds like you don't care where it's going. We're Mm. really good high impact philanthropy is putting into causes that you care about and you actually 
actually see how a particular charity is operating. Are they cost efficient? Do they have a very high impact with what they're doing? If you put a dollar here and it has twice as much impact as putting a dollar in another charity, uh, that's the same uh, impact of putting your investment investing in an investment with a higher rate of return. So it's important then presumably to do some background research on the, the, the companies, the organizations that we're giving money to, to see if they actually you know, match up with our beliefs and we know a lot about them before we give money to, to those organizations. Of course, I would even argue that you might put more research into investigating a charity that you want to invest in or donate to than you might investigating a company that uh, you want to invest in. When you invest in a company, you simply want to make sure that you get your money back and you get a high rate of return, where in many cases, the return you get from donating to charity isn't purely financial or isn't even financial at all, but could be in the case of, has this advanced a cause that you care about? Has it done much to alleviate poverty? Has it done much to relieve pain? Has it done much to open up opportunities to people who otherwise might not have had them? And should you do things like maybe read their annual reports, check their financial reports as well? Of course, but in practice, um, not everybody is going to be as interested in doing that as I am. I read annual reports of companies, I read annual reports of charities, Mm -hmm. and I'm even a a bit of a quant geek. I like to look at things like efficiency ratios of charities, where I think more people are going to read annual reports to see what has this charity actually done? What new areas are they actually working in? How many lives have they changed? And what about checking if they're registered for tax? Because here in Hong Kong, you want to get tax-deductible receipts, don't you, for your for your donations? Certainly, and that's an area I, I admit I don't know as much about in Hong Kong because the benef- the tax benefit or purely tax motivation of donating in Hong Kong is not as large as it is in higher tax jurisdictions like the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, but registration for tax, as much as we may hate paying taxes or may enjoy the relief of tax-deductible donations, is in a way a, a government check on making sure, okay, this charity has opened up its book and they are showing where the money is going. And I suppose it's also worth doing some basic things like actually checking that it is registered as a charity because sometimes you find companies have very similar names to, uh, to charitable organisations. So it's, it's easy to get them mixed up, isn't it? Well, certainly. And the one thing when I was asking uh, some colleagues about what they thought about this topic of philanthropic giving, many of them were also talking about uh, topics like social enterprise and for-profit businesses that had social causes, which are not the same as registered uh, tax-deductible tax charities but may have the same cause, or they may even be paired with them. You may have a for-profit business with a for-profit equivalent foundation. For example, a baby hero is a social enterprise in Hong Kong, and the Baby Hero Foundation is a a non-profit associated with that they donate to, to to support their cause. And of course, you want to make sure to which one your money is going. And should you go and visit the charities that you're making donations to, if you have the time? Uh, well, you, if you have the time, and if that's up to you, uh, one thing that w- that was often asked to me is they say, well, instead of spending $10,000 going down to the Philippines and visiting the place, why don't you just give them the $10,000? I believe the advantage of actually going and visiting yourself is your own education and your own enlightenment, because mm. it's not just about giving and having an impact there. It's also your understanding and what what impact do you bring when you come back to Hong Kong and uh, share the message of what you saw? And what about, you know, sometimes people don't have a lot of spare money to give, but I suppose they could give time, couldn't they? I mean, there's there's other ways as well in which you can help um, and, and make donations in terms of your own valuable time and resources. Well, for someone like me, at least, time is far more scarce than money. And I'm, I'm sure there are going to be other people who, um, by donating their time, not only would they be uh, providing work, which otherwise the charity would have to pay for, but also they w- it would be a valuable experience for them. Tariq, thank you very much. Thank you for having me, Peter. That was Tariq Dennison of GFM Asset Management.